0: Stuart, Editor-in-Chief of ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the social media manager.
1: And I'm Jared... I'm not Jared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katrina, and I'm the art director.
0: And uh, (laughs) my lovely wife. Welcome to Nerd Year's Eve! Uh, Jared's in the chat. He said, boo! Also, our uh, fact checker and human relations specialist Ben will be in the chat moderating as well um tonight we are talking about the top five nerd moments of 2021 uh we're also doing a we're gonna finish our rundown of Avengers disassembled Blake you've been finally working on that for a long time and then we're doing a very special are you done with Harry Potter versus Luke Skywalker
1: without Jared
0: yeah who's excited about that? But first, we've got a little bit of news to dip into Blake, are you ready for that? We do Let's start rumor mill
2: (laughs) So, there is no, like, source Like, lockdown source That we can say who this is from But uh, Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider Is rumored right now in the Marvel
0: Studios so I've seen a lot of people are excited about that online, and I'm, I'm not. I personally am. <laughs> I don't, I don't see it. Um, he's gonna be better than Nick Cage. I think Norman Reedus, fifteen years ago, maybe mm. would have been a good choice, but right. I think he's a little up there. Right. Um, he's been looking a little haggard on Walking Dead. That's true. Um, I, I just think, And this is just
2: a rumor too, up in the air. We, there's no like. Credible source that we can actually pin down.
0: So I I just don't think that every actor in Hollywood is Robert Downey Jr. and they can be cast late in life as a superhero and go for ten years and it still makes sense. Um, I don't think Norman Reedus has ten years of superhero movies in him. Right. Um, Yeah, he's in
2: his he's in his fifties. Yeah, already. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I I get that he's a motorcycle riding zombie killing machine from the Walking Dead TV show. I just I don't think it's a good casting for Johnny Blaze. Yeah. No, I have to agree. Uh,
2: then also we have uh, George Clooney, who is uh, directing an episode of Moon Knight,
0: which I thought was kind of odd to actually have him in any, any way in the MCU. Well, it's, uh, it's interesting in that Moon Knight is Marvel's version of Batman, and then you have <laughs> the Batman from arguably the worst Batman movie oh, ever made yeah. Hands to be directing an episode of Moon Knight. It's a... Uh, it's weird. It's a uh, it's a little a little bit surreal.
2: Yeah, I guess it's better than bringing him in as an actor in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, if he's the new Moon Knight, we might have problems. Right. Uh, then, you know, the whole Spider-Man hype and talk that's all going on. Everybody's talking and rumors flying around about Amazing Spider-Man
0: three. I do you think? No, dude. Yes. Okay. So after I think we need it. After No Way Home, absolutely. I think that both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield—spoilers. I think that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire both deserve one more Spider-Man movie. Eh. You don't think Tobey Maguire? Eh, Not really. I feel like Sam Raimi should get to tell that final fourth Spider-Man movie he wanted to make. The way he he wanted to. The way he wanted to make it. I think if for no other reason than to get to see Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. Which was the angle they were working towards in the first three movies. Right. Was that they were going to unveil that he had been Mysterio the whole time. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he was popping up in every movie as a different character. Um, there was also, uh, I
2: mean, there's been talk for the past couple of years about Bruce Campbell being an alternate Doctor Strange, too. <laughs> That'd be
0: pretty good, too. Yeah. Man, honestly, I can't get enough Bruce Campbell, so you could put him in as anything. He could be the new Iron Man, and I'd be like, <laughs> hell yeah, Please. He could be the next Batman, for all I care. Like, Bruce Campbell could be anything. He could be the new Superman. He could be... I don't care. He could take Odin's place uh, in the MCU. It's going a little farther. But. No, man, I'm, I'm telling you. I've, I'll give Bruce Campbell any role he wants, anytime. He's the Bruce, man. Uh, he's Ash Williams. He's the greatest superhero the world's ever known. He's beaten Freddy, Jason, the Marvel zombies. He's taken on armies of deadites. He's literally the best. Uh, But, yeah, so Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I'm looking forward to it. I love that uh, Papa Feige said that his biggest problem with Amazing Spider-Man 2 was that Andrew Garfield cried so damn much, which is my biggest complaint about (laughs) it, too. And that we could be pretty well assured that if they do a third Amazing Spider-Man with Papa Feige helming it, we're not going to see that again. So... I think I would love that. I think I love the rumors of them bringing uh, Spider-Gwen into the MCU as... Uh, what's her name? Gwen
2: Stacy. Or-
0: Th- the, the actress. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen and then have her meet not only the Tom Holland Spider-Man, but then also get to meet the Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're definitely done with a sappy... Andrew Garfield. I, I, so. I mean, we kind of they kind of established that with you
2: know he's like I was so full of rage and you know hate and wasn't pulling my punches. So
0: I think that's kind of what they were maybe hinting at or joking about. Really, in No Way Home, when he was like out of the three Spider Men, he's like I love you guys. I always wanted to have brothers, and they're all just like, cool man. <laughs> you do you. So I. I'd say that's probably what they were kind of joking towards, is that that overly emotional Spider-Man compared to the other two of them. Right. So, uh, so also we have Michael Shannon, played Zod in Man of Steel. And he's an
2: excellent actor in everything he's done. He's confirmed for the new Flash movie. So got that for you DC fans out there.
0: That, <laughs> all three of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then uh last thing I got on here is uh Grogu. It's rumored to make a like a I think not a very long appearance, but a quick appearance in the Boba
0: Fett series. So, I th- I think that Disney Plus and Disney in general, the Star Wars properties, would be leaving money on the table not to just throw right. Grogu into everything Mandalorian related. I Man, it's kind of the favorite face right now of Star Wars. So, that's and Book money of Boba maker. Fett is like Mandalorian season two point five. Right. Um, it's rumored that Ahsoka Tano is going to appear in the show that Luke Skywalker is going to appear in the show, that Grogu is going to appear in the show, Mm. that uh, Din Djarin is going to be back, that also some of the other uh, Clone Wars uh, Mandalorians are also going to make an appearance in the series. So I I think we're just going to get more of all of those characters, and it's just going to bridge the gap between the end of Mandalorian Season 2 and the start of Mandalorian Season 3. Makes sense. But I... I mean, we've got so many Star Wars series coming on the pipeline as well. Uh, I think we're getting another season of The Bad Batch. They've yes. also got the Ahsoka uh, solo series coming, as well as I think the series everybody's the most excited about, which is Kenobi. Right. Um, oh, I can't to, wait for that. Yeah, getting to see Ewan McGregor back in the brown robes, looking like Jesus. I honestly think that's
2: <laughs> going to be probably the best, best one that they're going to have out
0: of all of them. Yeah, I think that we should probably get... Uh, space Jesus comically inclined insurance made with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi great. <laughs> on it or like have you uh, uh, have you talked to your lord and savior or something along yeah. those lines I, I don't know I think I'd be a good time yeah. sure. sure. ladies like I love Jesus too <laughs> oh man but yeah that's
2: all we got this week on rumor mill
0: okay cool uh, <laughs> so we did get um, Book of Boba Fett dropped this this morning actually right. um, and I, wa- I, I watched did you watch it? I did watch it. Everybody yeah. saw it? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I think while there wasn't a lot of new content in it right. um, <laughs> uh, while there wasn't a lot of new content in it I feel like it's setting up for a really good like what is it six episodes eight episodes what are they doing i'm not sure I, i'm probably not sure eight count.
2: i think it was confirmed no i read a thing i think it was confirmed nine
0: nine episodes that'd be cool yeah it, does that is that gonna count like one of those behind the scenes or like this is boba fett episodes that they oh. count as like the last episode of all these series I hope not Like, every time they do a Marvel (laughs) series, they're like, it's going to be seven episodes, and the seventh episode is like a behind-the-scenes of the character or whatever.
1: Like an interview.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because if that's the case, they should just stop saying that and just be like, it's eight episodes. Yeah, they shouldn't really count that as an episode. Right. That's aggravating because you finish the eighth episode, and you're like, yes, and it's like to be continued, and you know you're not getting another episode. Right. Yeah, I thought it was great. I love how we got to see him coming out of the the pit, working his way out of that. Uh, That was great. So Uh, that's actually, in the expanded universe, that is how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit. So now that they've put it into the actual series, they've said that 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 one thing from the expanded Star Wars canon is now canon again. hmm. So he escaped the Sarlacc pit the same way he did in the old stories, which is great because a lot of that expanded universe content has been labeled as not being canon so that they can start telling stories during that time period without being slaves to those novels. Because the expanded universe is huge. There's so many novels written by so many different authors. Uh, Luke has an entire history that they don't even have time to touch on, and they ruined it with the new trilogies, actually. Um, He had a wife. He has kids. He's um, uh, Luke and Leia. Or not Luke and Leia. Han and Leia have kids (laughs) themselves who also ended up being Jedi. Jason and Jaina. Yeah. The twins. Yeah, neither of them are Ben Skywalker. I think Luke had uh, his wife was what? Mara Jade, Mara Jade. Mara Jade, Jade. yep. Yep. And uh, so we know we're not getting any of that in the current Star Wars canon, but it is nice to see that they're keeping that uh, Boba Fett getting back out of the Sarlacc pit, which is just another highlight of how badass Boba Fett is. Just punched his way out of a Sarlacc, just whatever. Let me go get some
2: oxygen real quick from the (laughs) stormtrooper, then I'll go ahead and bust out of here.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, basically just (laughs) swam through the insides of that thing. He was like... Uh, but uh, then we got flashbacks, you know,
2: from the uh, clips that they stole from the early, the first trilogy, I guess. Or actually one, two, three.
0: Yeah, I was trying to decide. Was that Luke's uncle's farm? Or was that just another house on Tatooine? I mean, it looked very similar, but yeah. I think it might have just been another house. Just on another, yeah. what is it, Moisture Farm? Isn't that what they yeah. had? Yep, moisture yeah, Moisture Farms. Uh but really cool. Uh, another thing that we've never seen in anything Star Wars related was the Sand People not yeah. just being homicidal maniacs every the time they Raiders. show up on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Tusken Raiders, like, with a family structure and, like, taking care of their kids and, like, fighting honorably. Like, the so nothing has ever showed the Tusken Raiders that way. Still no translation for them, though. Right. No, you don't <laughs> need to know what they're saying.
2: But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. And then you got the the Camino flashback so uh which was pretty neat.
0: Yes. Um yeah, and that showing they incorporated that. Yeah, showing the scene from Clone Wars where he picked up his dad's helmet with his dad's head still in it. Right. And the head didn't fall out, you know, even though he flips <laughs> it up. <laughs> uh I which think in mid air it might have flew out. Just, just traumatized children left and right. I mean, you think the the head came out of the helmet while it was rolling? Who knows. It shows it. Oh does it? R- yeah. oh, I, 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 when, I don't even remember. <laughs> when, <laughs> that's when, how great uh, those were. When uh God, what's what's Samuel Jackson's Jedi's name? Mace Windu. When Mace Windu when Mace Windu beheads uh Django Fett, the helmet rolls across the ground like the second after he cuts it out, and then Bobo walks over and just picks it up and it's like <laughs> your dad's head's in there. <laughs>
2: Imagine how more traumatizing it would be if it just fell out and like, yeah, stuck to his yeah. foot by accident.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we finally saw where... Well, I guess we didn't see that. So Boba in uh, Mandalorian Season 2... Uh, hey, Walt. Uh, so our fact checker, Ben, is in the comments now. Uh, but anyway, so we saw where Boba got that weapon that he was using when he returned. That like long right. polearm with the weird knob on the end of it. That came from the Tusken Raiders, right? It, it did, but he didn't have it when he was rescued from the Tusken Raiders, or I guess. Oh, well, they didn't really show that, did they? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyway, that
2: must be where he got it from. Yeah. So so what do you think the uh, whole chamber he's sitting in? Do you, do you think that's just, just strictly just for a healing factor? The back to chamber Yeah. Yeah, that's the
0: healing oh, chamber okay. they used through, like, that's what they, they put Luke in after his right. uh, arm was cut off. Well, I didn't know if it was the same thing or... Yeah, after that. he um, was attacked by the... Uh, What's the big white thing that mm-hmm. attacks him? At start of? Oh, shoot. Let's just call it a Yeti. No. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, Ben says space westerns are best, right, Katrina?
2: I saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: she does love a good space western. But only so,
1: a space western.
0: You guys ready to talk about our top five nerd Let's moments of the year? You ready for this? Heather, are you ready?
2: <laughs> You're so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> no, my mom was like, uh, hey.
0: <laughs> So, welcome to Top 5. We are doing the Top 5 Nerd Moments of 2021, where our year is almost over. We've got two days left. Two days? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, two days. Two days left. Um, actually, speaking of New Year's Eve, we will be at the Rock and Roll Drive-In uh, New Year's Eve. If you are in the Chaffee or Cape Girardeau area and you want to stop in, I'm going to be doing photo ops uh, in my uh, gold and black Spider Man costume for No Way Home. But anyway, either way. So, Blake, let's start at the top of, uh, or bottom actually, bottom of your list. Yep. What's your number five?
2: People have their uh, opinions about the man, but I say we give the man a chance. You know, it's his first debut. But Kingpin in the MCU. Okay. Uh, I'm glad he's in the MCU. That's going to lead to so many more things and other character tie-ins. So... <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: I don't know why you guys are looking at me. Oh, that's <laughs> funny.
0: She hasn't watched Hawkeye yet, and so oh, when yeah. we were talking about it later, um, I was going to let her put on some headphones so we didn't spoil anything for her. <laughs> uh, gotcha. uh, but there you go. It's your number five on your list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kingpin. So. Yeah, he's back. He's uh, taking names and taking ass, and he's got incredibly... Stronger since the last time he was seen in, in anything Marvel related. So that's the same dude. <coughs> yes, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio is back in Are, Hawkeye that's as Kingpin,
2: and I love the camera angles they're doing on him, and like when the people he's talking to just to make him seem that much more. Yeah, bigger. he
0: seems huge, like yeah. way huge. But Celia, uh, that's my number five. Yeah. So <laughs> my f- the thing I love about that is that we went into episode five of Hawkeye and got that little glimpse of him and everybody was fucking mind blown. Like it was the most exciting thing to happen in months, um, right before no way home. And then the next week we get the episode with him actually in it, actually fighting somebody. And people are like, that sucked. Yeah. That kingpin wasn't that good. <laughs> it's like are you guys ever happy? <laughs> in all honesty, I didn't
2: expect to get that much of him in the Hawkeye series. I I was shocked we got that much of him.
0: Yeah. So. And I mean, he may not have gone out the best way and the the it was all over the place, He's the strength blind. level and what he was doing. And um I actually got into a bit of a nerd argument with some guy on Facebook. And I know I shouldn't talk to trolls on the internet, but um he was like Kingpin's definitely dead, and I was like, "Yeah, he's," but he's not. And he's like, "Did you see him?" And I was like, "Jesus, bro, come on, he's not but dead. It's whatever." Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all seen that arrow go into that
2: arrow go into his torso? So <laughs> well, Katrina didn't. Oh, uh, well, yeah, so so are number five, and <laughs> Katrina. What's your number five? <laughs>
1: yeah, um, well, I wanted to do a callback to a, God, I don't know, was it like three or four episodes ago? But, um. Jared's Pat Bat was hilarious. And so I would say one of my top five nerd moments happened on this podcast. Nice. (laughs) Very
0: nice. Yes. And uh, (laughs) we're actually going to have an offering um, somewhere uh, adjacent to that, correct? What do you mean? Uh, The thing that we had uh, our.
1: The thing Scott did?
0: Yeah, our graphic designer um, came up with a a really neat sticker design for Pat Bat yep. that we're going to get printed and be passing out at all of our appearances and events that we do. So, Yep. I can't wait. Yes. I
2: it's really good. It's probably the only thing of DC I, I will own. Yeah, the <laughs> Pat Bat. Yeah. And I will I,
0: gladly wear it. I actually talked to the guys at Rock and Roll Drive-In. We're going to do uh, photo ops in Batman uh, cosplays for the release of that movie as well. Cool. Uh, then we have... Heather, what's your number five?
3: Charlie Cox joining the MCU.
0: Hell yeah!
3: Heck, I would have rather found out during the movie. Though I wish they wouldn't have confirmed it beforehand. That would have made it a little more exciting.
0: Yeah, Uh, I don't know. It was it was a fun little thing when he popped up. We all knew it was coming anyway. It had been leaked months and months before. The entire scene, especially all the way down to him catching the brick and saying, I'm a really good lawyer, was online (laughs) months before it happened. Oh, I didn't watch it. You didn't know that?
1: Nope. I didn't see it. I'm
0: pretty good at staying away from spoilers. Oh, well, that full scene got leaked. Uh, Jared's number five is the live action cowboy bebop show. (laughs) Uh, uh, Where's Ben's?
1: It's right above Jared's. Oh,
0: Ben's number five is the last duel and fight scene. And I actually, I haven't seen the movie, but he sent me the YouTube link and I watched the video today. And that is, it's an intense final fight. Pretty epic. Yeah. And you get to see, uh, Kylo Ren eat it at the end. So that's, you know, even more satisfying. I'm not going to see that movie yet. So I want to, to check that out. Yeah. Um. Uh, Let's see. Where's my list? Wow. (laughs) Really, we're wrapping the end of this year up so well. Uh, My number five is, and this goes out to all of the MacBook users, which I guess I'm talking them up, but we just had our computer (laughs) crash. (laughs) (laughs) But for everyone who's missing the Maglock for the Apple chargers, this year for the new MacBook Pros, they put it back on. So you have the MagSafe lock on your chargers, which um, the USB-Cs are... I guess okay, but you only have four ports on your whole computer. And as you, as Heather can probably attest to my collection of dongles <laughs> yeah. over there, it's very inconvenient to have to get a dongle for every damn thing you want to attach to your computer. So I'm glad they've added the um, HDMI out, uh, a regular USB, an SD card reader. They got rid of the touch bar, and they put the Maglock charger back onto the MacBooks. So um, I'm going to be upgrading as quickly as i possibly can for sure blake you're number four number four you're gonna laugh at me but oh, of course <laughs> <laughs> andrew garfield's
2: saving an mj moment his redemption save but like just also his how his whole acting though like you literally like you felt that yeah like when yeah. she looked up at him you seen the tears in his eyes like you felt that pain yeah. and i don't know i just really think that andrew garfield like
0: really brought the acting like to to this movie on his part. I just He was very emotional and yeah. in a way that we've never seen Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. <laughs> Say what you will, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great it was a great moment. I teared up. Yeah, I did. I don't know about anybody else, but I, really I had legit yeah. tears in my eyes yeah. when he caught her and was standing there holding her and you know. You can see it on Andrew Garfield's face that he was picturing Gwen and what it would have been like if he would have been able to save her. And, you know, she's like, are you okay?" (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it was a it's a beautiful moment. And again, it's something that even in the trailers, everybody was kind of like, well, this is where the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man redeems himself. And that's what we got. And even knowing it was coming, like having a good idea that was coming, and actually, I had seen the video of it happening on YouTube the day before we watched it. Oh, really? The full yes. thing? Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's one of the spoilers I accidentally watched on YouTube. That I was just like,
2: <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> and, but even though, like, we kind of Spider Man hanging out. Mm-hmm. Even though everybody kind of, you know, said that he was going to catch her, you
0: still couldn't prepare yourself for that for that emotional moment. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, because whenever. Uh, Green Goblin knocks uh, Tom Holland Spider Man away. Even again, I knew it was coming. But Even like, knowing no. it was coming, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not <Nope>. again." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh. him getting to save her—it's a beautiful moment. I'm glad they included it. Um, again, we need Amazing Spider Man three. We need the Spider Man uh, four, and and you know, also Tom Holland with his own new trilogy. I'm I fully support us having three separate movie line Spider-Man going at one time. Not watch it. There's no such thing as too much Mm Spider-Man. Very true. It's like if they could cast two more Wolverines and give us a Wolverine movie every quarter or every four months... With the three different actors who all do a good job, like hell yeah, right. I'm never gonna say no to that. Give me three Spider-Man. Fuck, give me a fourth Spider-Man, and they have that in into the Spider-Verse. Well, Spider-Man's Fuck.
2: one person you can do
0: probably the most variants of. That's also true. I mean, honestly, I, I think the next trilogy they'll probably give us the Clone Wars. We'll probably get, <laughs> we'll probably get Kane. We'll probably get the Scarlet Spider. We'll uh, Ben Riley. We'll probably at some point it'd be great if we got Superior Spider-Man, my favorite Spider-Man. On screen, uh, and you know you and Venom, and then Agent Venom and Anti Venom. You know you've got three <laughs> of them there. Uh, you could have a Spider-Man movie every two months and really cross <laughs> them all over once a year, and a I would decade. show up every week. We'd we'd buy thirty-seven tickets every every time a movie comes out. So yeah. give them away to all of our adoring and loving fans. We appreciate you all. So that was my number four. <laughs> Fantastic, Thanks. Katrina. What's your number four? Thanks, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Mike he- Casey said Jared looks a little different this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Heather got a part of mine with uh, Charlie Cox joining, but also I'm super pumped that Kit Harington has joined. I fell in love with him as Jon Snow, and I'm so excited to get more of him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked Eternals. Um, you can read my full article about it on comicallyinclined.com it was a fun movie to me. I'm a huge history nut and getting a three hour history lesson on where the Marvel universe comes from and where everybody's powers come from and what's happening in the cosmos. Sign me up. I loved it. Um, I, I would have loved to have seen the black Knight on screen. I, I don't get all the teases and a three hour fucking movie without putting <laughs> him in the armor. Uh, but it is what it is. Maybe he'll be really cool when we finally get him. It'll be worth the wait. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Whether he shows up in the Blade movie, uh, where they had Ali Masha Halle-Ali, I have the hardest time saying his <laughs> name, um, you know, in the very last scene of the post-credits, um, maybe that was a hint that we're going to get Black Knight and Blade hanging out, just slaying vampires together. Um, vampires are coming to the MCU. That's the, one of the next big things we're getting to. So I cannot wait. Yeah. Heather, you're number four.
3: At the Flash trailer.
0: Yeah, the um, newest I'm, one? Yes. I'm yes. Pretty,
3: pretty excited for that movie.
0: I think as excited as I am to see an on-screen Flash movie with him in all of his glory, um, potentially fighting a reverse Flash on the big screen, <clears throat> I'm more excited for the two Batman in the same movie. Yeah. To get the Batfleck and the Michael Keaton, Keaton. Batman in the same movie. And also the fact that the Michael Keaton Batman is basically the Batman beyond Batman. Hmm. And that it's entirely possible that we end that movie with him passing the mantle to uh, a new Batman. Now in the trailer, does it show the two Batman interacting? No. 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 Oh, no. I wonder if they will. I think what we're going to get is a play on the Flashpoint point storyline where it starts with Batman talking to Flash And then he changes the timeline, and then he meets Thomas Wayne, Batman's father, who is now Batman. And Bruce was the one that died instead. And his mom is the Joker. And so I think that the Michael Keaton Batman is going to kind of fill that role of the grittier, meaner, angrier Batman that we get that kind of mentors Barry and helps him get his powers back. Or if he doesn't lose his powers, I don't know. Um, And then I think we're going to, in the end, in some semblance, get the Ben Affleck Batman or we'll get a uh um what's his name? Uh New Batman, the Batman? Oh, uh Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Uh, Robert Pattinson Batman Pat in the, end Bat. of the movie. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we get Pat Bat <laughs> in
2: the DCEU. EU. this might end up being DCEU's best movie yet then.
0: Yeah. Honestly. Um, they, yeah, right. So Ben's number four is Jonathan Majors shocking the world at the end of Loki as he who remains. Yes. And who didn't love that? That was yes. such a good reveal. Uh, and Jared's number four is Yelena Belova, the new Black Widow. <laughs> um, a joy to see on screen in Black Widow. Oh, for but sure. especially yep. in Hawkeye. Spoiler. Spo- <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <It's another laughs> That's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, But anyway, yeah, she's so fun, Uh, Florence Pugh, uh, so much more fun than she was in Midsummer. Uh. Man, do not watch that movie. I love Midsummer. I think it's so good. Yeah, no complaints. I I walked. I went to the
2: theater to see it. Yeah. (laughs) I walked out of there with a blank look on my face, wondering what I just watched, and that look did not go away or these thoughts for like two or three more hours. (laughs) That was a it's a movie. lot to be
0: said about the family that you find can sometimes be better than the family you're born into. <laughs> For those who haven't seen Minsummer, that's the message I took from it. Um, <laughs> There's a
2: lot of our fact there.
0: checker, Ben, says that ben, uh, Batfleck is dead as fuck in the whole movie of Flash, uh, and he knows everything. He's the fact checker, so it's got to be true. <laughs> Uh, my number four, let me look, because I wrote my list, but I can't remember it. My number four is Idris Elba as Bloodsport in Suicide Squad 2. Uh, we, we covered Suicide Squad. It was a fun movie. Obviously, it had its hiccups. There were some things in it that I didn't love, but it was such a vast improvement over the original Suicide Squad movie, and out of all the DCEU movies, probably my favorite. Um, I'm a... I like Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. I actually don't hate it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Mass Murderer of Steel. Um, I think the fact that he broke Zod's neck at the end kind of doesn't make any sense. Mm. But uh, Idris Elba as Bloodsport was the highlight of that movie for me. Like I love Margot Robbie as uh, as Harley Quinn. And John Cena as Peacemaker was fun, but Idris Elba was the light, the the shining light throughout that entire movie.
2: I mean, anything he plays is phenomenal. Yeah,
0: and he had some of the best lines in the movie, Um, like the uh, nobody likes uh, nobody likes uh, somebody who brags, and he's like, yeah, unless the thing you're bragging about is cool as fuck. (laughs) Fuck, he's right. (laughs) So good. Uh, But yeah, uh, that's my number four. Blake, your number three. Into the Spider Verse two trailer. (laughs) Yeah,
2: been waiting on that for a while now. Uh, kind of curious to see. I mean, it, it's pretty neat all the different Spider-Man we see that's coming into it. Uh, the graphics, I mean, the uh, does, like the art and everything in there looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, I'm kind of curious to see like how long this has been where they're picking up from because they kind of pick up from the same scene, but he looks older.
0: So yeah, so Miles looks like he might be, and it's hard with teenagers. He might be six months older. Um, he might be a year older and also it's established in the first Into the spider verse that he got taller mm. after the spider bit him. His pants were too short right. and his jacket was too small. So it made his body bigger. So it's also possible that he's just finished his growth. As I, a I don't Spider-Man. think it could too, be a couple weeks
2: later. Yeah. I don't think it's too much further. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure he's in the same bedroom, you know, he gets posters and all that stuff. Well, it's up.
0: the, it's the post credit scene for into the spider verse. It picks right. up right there. Um, which I haven't gone back and watched that, but I don't think he's like his hair is different. But I think it's just something we're gonna have to like accept that gotcha. they didn't plan for that, right. and then they did it in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's gonna be great. First one was amazing. So, did you have some questions?
1: I when I watched the uh, the trailer, I thought he was in college for some reason.
0: So, it's hard telling where it fits in chronologically with Into the Spider Verse. It's just that. At the end of Into the Spider Verse, there's a the post credit scene has Miles laying on his bed, his headphones on, he's listening to Sunflower again, and a pink portal opens up, and Gwen says Miles, and she and he like looks up. Well, that's right where this trailer picks up, is from that. Right. Except that in this. In the trailer, there and in throughout the rest of the trailer, Miles has an entirely different haircut than what he had in. I think his
2: jawline looks a little different too, don't he's it? He's bigger. Yeah,
0: he's more mature. He's older. So I don't think the time jump is that big. Like I said, it might be six months, might be a year. Right. Um, I think he's still in high school. He's—I doubt he's in college yet. Um, but it's going to be interesting. We get uh, some looks at some alternate dimensions and that they look a little different. The um it looked like th- whenever he was swinging through New York with Spider-Man 2099 um it looked like maybe they were in like a classic Spider-Man world like hmm. the Steve Ditko Spider-Man period right. or something um so I don't know how many Spider-Men we're going to get this time um I don't know if like I don't even know if the original cast is back like are we going to get Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir again yeah, cause like they, what they didn't show anything about it so <clears throat> Tom Holland so. originally had a cameo in Into the Spider-Verse that he really wanted and they cut it from the movie for time huh. time constraints and I guess there was something between Marvel and Sony at the time they didn't want to use it. That about um but right. he was really upset about it getting cut and he's really hoping to be in this movie. Um also Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were supposed to reprise their roles as Spider-Man in that and huh. they couldn't make it work because of scheduling. They were each working on different movies at the time and they couldn't get them into it. Right. But now
2: I'm well, surely the money that all three of them Spider mans have made Sony. Yeah. They'll I figure mean, out a way to oh, fit them yeah. in. <laughs> we didn't talk
0: about that either. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home is the highest grossing Sony movie ever made. Yep. Oh my god. Sony. <laughs> Sony. Yeah. M C U number two. Sony. Yeah. Uh but and that's in what, two weeks? Yeah. Two we weeks. We did that in two weeks. Damn. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it's nowhere near close to being done. I'm going to go see it again this weekend. We both are. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's just going to keep going. And the and the funny thing is they're going to do all this without the Chinese box office. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is it, is it No Way Home? I think so. I think they've refused to pull certain scenes from No Way Home. And so, so not it's not it going to get there? released in China. Oh, wow. That just
2: shows you and shows Sony just how much everybody's a little Papa Foggy in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Sony couldn't have done that
0: by themselves. I can tell you that. All right. Katrina, what's your number? Three? Are we on three? Three on three. Yeah, we're on three. We're
1: on three. I'm going for another realistic one, I guess. But um, this summer we went to uh, Universal Studios and Disney, and it was a flipping What was that trip
0: for? Our honeymoon. (laughs) It was a flippin' dream
1: come true, though, to get to ride the Hogwarts Express. And then we also got to fly the Millennium Falcon. Like, (laughs) my God.
0: I'm so jealous of y'all. Anyway, it was was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, the Millennium Falcon specifically was my favorite thing, uh, too. Um, Out of all the rides we did, I actually cried after we got off of it. Uh, That was a big moment for me. Totes did. Yeah.
1: We had to go sit down. He needed to take a minute.
0: (laughs) It's funny. We just did a trip to uh, Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, and we did a flight simulator while we were there, and I was the pilot, and Katrina was the gunner. And when we flew the Millennium Falcon, oh, we were both pilots on that. Yeah. And two other people were our gunners, and, man, were they bad at it. But
1: I got to make the jump to Lightspeed.
0: She did. She did. (laughs) It was a good time. It was a real good time. Yeah, if you can get to uh Disney World or Disneyland and ride the what what's the name of that? The Smugglers s- Run. Smuggler's Run. If you can ride Smuggler's Run, do it. Like if that's the only thing you do at Disney, go <laughs> do it. Now. Get in line. You're gonna have to. Okay. Um bye. Yeah. Blake, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> head to head to Florida. Our son's in uh Florida right now. He's at Universal, Universal. Studios. Yep. He didn't oh, go nice. to He didn't get to go to uh Disney. But also, he doesn't ride roller coasters, so.
1: Apparently.
0: Yeah. Damien. Damien. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Heather, you're number three.
3: The Witcher Season 2. I haven't got to finish it, but just having it back's good enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Give me more Geralt of Rivia for yes. sure. And uh, yeah, uh, actually, I think that's. I think that's also on Ben's list. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but we won't get too into there's it. There's supposed but.
3: to be a lot more seasons, isn't there?
0: Yes. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of novels left to cover. Um, the weird thing is with season two, they're kind of playing around with the the chronology of the series because some of the stuff that's taking place in season two is also part of the story for the video games, and the video games pick up after the novels end. So they're kind of mixing all of those timelines together. Hmm. Ben's number three is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin comic series, which was amazing. Um, It's a story of the one surviving turtle um, still being alive while the other three are dead and how he's still trying to stop the foot by himself. Um, He's old. He's grizzled. He's hard as fuck. And uh, he uses all of their weapons. Oh, wow. Uh, if you haven't read it, uh, spoilers, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to cover your ears. Uh, the Last Ronin is Michelangelo, my favorite what? Ninja Turtle of them all.
2: I'm going to have to read this now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did Jared put his number three up yet? No, uh, I don't think so. Okay, I'll throw mine up while we're waiting. Oh, Ben's number one was uh, Witcher, but we'll, yeah. we'll get back around to that Ben. Yeah uh my number three was trevor slattery's appearance yes. in shang chi uh <laughs> amazing ben kingsley sir ben kingsley uh reprising a character that i could not have cared less about and making him one of the funniest mcu characters to have been on screen to date um and i i want more i most pleasant surprise yeah, like for most sure. pleasant surprise, for, for sure. sure. I didn't expect to enjoy him on screen no, as much. Never. And I was like... Or okay, that much of him. <laughs> give me more of him. Like, right. I'll, I'll take this in two or three more movies of him just showing yes. up doing random shit. And he can kind of pop up anywhere. So Jared guy is up there. Yeah, Jared's number three was the announcement of the live-action Halo show for Paramount+. Plus. Um, if you're a fan of the show, and I'm assuming since you're a viewer, you are, uh, Jared talks about Halo about every episode. He's still pretty... <laughs> He's still living in his mom's basement, drinking Code Red and, and <laughs> oh slaying aliens. Uh, so, yeah. Jared's number three. Blake, you're number two. Our lovely trip to Brooklyn to see the Captain oh. America statue. Yeah. Yes. That was I love a good that. Time. I that was a great, never forget that trip. That was a great moment in nerd history. I think that um, that will go down in the annals of history yes. as one of the finest moments I of could a collection have of could nerds. I could have spent it
2: with better people.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that was that was paramount with uh, the United States invading Normandy Beach, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. We'd we we came, equivalent. we conquered, we kicked its ass. Uh, We're yeah. gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and and Ben quoting Chelsea in the chat, you don't see shit like this, you know. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially all over the walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh she's she's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katrina, you're number two.
1: My number two, I struggled with this, so my number one and number two are kind of tied, but number two is the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter and it dropping on New Year's Day. I am pumped. 20 years of Harry Potter wonderfulness. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, some of the, like, bits of um, the interviews that they showed, like how Rupert Grant and Emma Watson are, like, having an interview, and then they have, like, this special, like, moment where they're both, like, breaking out into tears, and I'm just like, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> yeah. the The Daniel Radcliffe... And uh
1: oh, wait, I have one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, go for it. I'm really sad about Alan Rickman.
0: Yeah, too soon. That
1: he's yeah. not going to be on there. Always. But also, I hope David Tennant is.
0: Yeah. You think Barty Crutch Jr. is going to show up? I, I, I hope know so. he
1: meant like nothing, but right. I'd like some DT in my life.
0: My favorite is that you didn't even remember it was David Tennant.
1: He was in a box.
0: Yeah. But anyway, anyway uh, <laughs> we—I mean, we love some David Tennant in this house. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the so Daniel Radcliffe and uh, the guy that plays Sirius. What is his name? Commissioner Gordon in uh, Batman. Re- Batman Begins. Si- uh, Gary Oldman. Gary yep. Oldman. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Gary Oldman have a moment where they're kind of sitting and talking, Aww. and that I know that's going to get me for sure because the the stuff with Harry and Sirius Black is is rough anyway. Um, and
1: Richard Harris. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, such and, a uh, Dumbledore. Oh, what's, I always forget his name. The guy that plays Hagrid,
1: Robbie Coltrane,
0: Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. He's it. He's in there too. Um, Heather, you're number two.
3: I know this is on somebody else's list too, <laughs> but the three spider ran in one movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I mean, we could list that. On everyone's list, and it'd be fine. I yeah. think it's it's one of the most beautiful things that we've gotten to see as nerds. Um, and I'll talk about it ad nauseum. <laughs> like we can talk about it all <laughs> night long. We did a whole special about it, Sorry. so um, I'm never not going to be talking about it. It's 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 like it's, it's like, a moment in history. For sure. It's like yeah. having Abraham Lincoln pop up in your life every day as an American. You know, it's just <laughs> he's always there. Is uh, Emma
1: on here? Just gonna do a. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jared's number two is Harry Styles uh, showing up in Eternals as uh, Thanos' brother, Star Fox. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited to see Harry Styles in the MCU. He seems like a really good actor. I think that he embodies the character. Um, kind of a sexy, rapscallion scallion. Uh, I think he's the guy for it too. I think they probably couldn't have cast a better person to take that role. I mean, they're pretty good at casting, as we all know. So yeah, yeah. I never, I never question Papa Feige or the direction they take characters. Just once, um, <laughs> I would, if I were uh, a betting man, I would say that if I received three Captain Marvel puzzles and got to take them home as a Christmas <laughs> gift, I would still be very excited. Ugh, unless you skip the first annual comically inclined yeah. Christmas party and then you don't get the opportunity to take them home, Blake. Sorry about that. I just didn't want to take all the prizes and win everything. So <laughs> Ben's number two is the Batman trailer showing how badass Robert Pattinson is and showing Paul Dano as the Riddler. Perfect casting. And I totally agree with that. I'm anxious to see this. I really am. Paul Dano is such a weird fucking guy he always plays weird characters and i think his casting as the riddler is so good it really is and i think that we've gotten so many versions of the joker that's like everybody's trying to make their own version of the joker we've had a couple of good ones uh caesar ramiro being the best out of all of them um and then uh heath ledger a close second and uh joaquin phoenix Having an amazing Joker, and then of course, you can't talk about the Joker and not mention Mark Hamill. Ugh. But when you're talking about people who've played the Joker, you've got uh, Burgess. No, that was the Penguin. I was gonna say Burgess Meredith, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> that was the Penguin. Uh, but you've got uh, Jim Carrey uh, from Batman Forever, and that's kind of it. Yeah, it really is. It, yeah. it? But Paul Dano as the Riddler, I think, is gonna be, it's gonna breathe some new life into this character. I am concerned because as unhappy as everyone is about the animated movie where they make the Riddler hush instead of, uh, I always forget his name, the guy that was hush in the comics, it seems like that's kind of the storyline they're leaning into with the Riddler. Hmm. It, there's a picture in the trailer of young Bruce Wayne and young Riddler at the Gotham Orphanage be- with Bruce's parents. Like they donated money to the orphanage. His mother ran it. Um, And that Paul Dano and Bruce have some history together. And it seems not only because of that picture, but also the way that the Riddler is wrapping his head in duct tape is very reminiscent of Hush being wrapped in bandages in the comics. So I'm I'm concerned that they're trying to fold the Hush storyline into this movie, which is fine because it's, It could still be done well, and it doesn't necessarily have to suck. I'd rather they kept it as its own story. But um, uh, I think it's still – I'm really excited for this. I think seeing a a hyper-aggressive Batman um, who can't control his anger doing violent, angry things to people is going to be fun to watch. Um, just as fun as it was when Ben Affleck did it.
2: I truly think he's going to be, honestly, one of the best Batmans with the best plot
0: armor. Yeah, I really am. best plot armor. <laughs> God damn it.
3: <laughs> Had to work it in somewhere. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
0: can't help yourselves. Uh, Victoria says two and one for her will be the Ingenuity helicopter flying on Mars. Hell yeah. And the Perseverance rover landing on Mars. Space exploration is cool. It really is. It really is, Victoria. Um, Actually, again, while we were at the Museum of Science and Industry, we saw the uh, Apollo... Was it Apollo 8? Yes. The Apollo 8 um, moon lander. And the... I think it was Apollo 11. uh, The actual... Uh, thing they had on the moon that they were living in was was there at the museum as well. It's pretty neat. Uh, Let's see. Mike Casey says, do you think Jamie Waylett will be at the Harry Potter reunion? Crab. Is that the one they got rid of?
1: Yeah, I was about to say. I don't remember, but I do know Crab got recast because the original actor was
0: bad. He got diabetes or something.
1: Uh, I don't think so I think he's having a lot of trouble That was a a joke (laughs) Well I said bad And then you said he got diabetes
0: Diabetes is bad Millions of Americans (laughs) are afflicted with it every year It's it's one of the leading causes Of uh, dismemberment And uh, nerve uh, loss uh, Or or loss of sensation Due to nerve damage Um, You know it's a serious So keep your blood sugar checked yeah, yes, to get just lay off the fucking ho-ho's too, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway. <laughs>
4: Where were we at?
0: My number 2. <laughs> so my number 2, and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but it's for the Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, the original Ghostbusters cast, all of them showing up in the end of the movie, especially Harold Ramis, who had you know, passed on several years ago, Um, but they CGI would him in as a ghost and the whole team getting to get together to fight one more ghost. It's like they could probably do that one or two more Ghostbuster movies, but we're on a timeline here where they're not going to be around anymore, but getting the whole cast back on screen. Oh, it was uh, great. Yeah. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Ernie Hudson and Harold Ramis busting ghosts again. And it's like, I don't know. I uh, I know that I teared up a lot during Spider-Man No Way Home. There were some really touching moments in that, but that got me. Like I, I was teared, teared up t- too.
2: <laughs> I did. I'm not even gonna lie. God. <laughs> so, I, I really did. You
0: no, know, for that. I mean, they did
2: that Ghostbuster name great in that movie. Unlike the last one, uh, I mean, the nostalgia that was there from the '80s. It was just all over great, and it did it. The Ghostbuster name justice
0: really did. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, it was I haven't seen the all female Ghostbusters. I'm willing to give it a chance. I've heard it's not great.
2: It's got funny stuff in it, but as in it just don't feel like a Ghostbusters movie. Right. Like there's I mean the, the acting, there's I mean there's great comedy in it. It just doesn't feel like Ghostbusters.
1: Gotcha. I haven't seen it either.
0: Yeah. Well anyway, Blake, you're number
2: one. My number one favorite nerd moment of twenty twenty one is becoming a part of Comically Inclined.
1: Ah. What the hell? Yeah.
2: Seriously,
0: nothing could top that. So, thank you, Blake. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, right, there that's was a the time. End of the show. Yeah, there was a time uh, when Blake was just our biggest fan and yeah. not a part of the show. Huge fan. And uh, this is what happens when you uh, you really, you know, Change lean into your, your fandoms. You end up. Uh, uh, social media manager for <laughs> a, a major nerd entertainment company. So part of yeah.
1: it
2: <laughs> gained a ho ho new big family.
0: You know, I didn't so. put it on my list, but that's that's one of my top moments of 2021. Is too.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you saw that. Now, yeah.
0: Well, now, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I had some other cool shit to talk about, but uh, <laughs> I'm just messing
2: with you.
1: No. <laughs> Aw, Mike's number one is comically inclined too.
0: Aw. Everybody, okay. Well, everybody's changing their number quit. ones now. <laughs> <Right ahead. laughs> uh, my love.
1: Yeah, my number one is not. Uh, <laughs>
4: Klein,
1: but I did have Pat Bad on there, so um, my number one is the Doctor Who New Year's Special teaser trailer. It was. Interesting. They did kind of like an Easter egg within the trailer because I hope it well, I guess it doesn't matter. I was gonna say I hope everybody's seen it, but it's already live. But like I I just rewatched it and um the they're stuck in a time loop, essentially, and then so it's kinda like groundhog day. But the the trailer is nine minutes, but it is like a 30 second bit repeating for nine minutes. So not only is it about a time loop, but it's also Jeez. looping in the, the the trailer. So it's kind of like inception-y. But then I did a little research and I found out that Jody is retiring as mm-hmm. the doctor and so is Chris Chibnall and Russell T Davies is coming what? back. What?
0: Yeah, I had not heard that. I oh am my god!
1: Pumped like <sighs> that was David Tennant's run, right? Yeah. Russell, Russell T. Davies. T
0: Davies was the showrunner for David Tennant's uh, time as the Doctor. Yes, yeah. and so
1: I'm super pumped about that. Me too. I'm Also <laughs> curious who the next Doctor's gonna be, but I'm. I mean, there was a lot going for that. I think this is like a three part special as well, so. uh I mean, Jody's probably going to be the doctor until, I don't know, like mid-year, next year or so.
0: Well, they'll probably take a six-month break and then transition into the new doctor. Yeah. I don't think they've cast the new doctor yet, have they? They haven't. I know that there's been some speculation whether it'll be a woman again or whether they're going to go back to having a male doctor. Isn't Um, it
1: a running joke that the doctor's never redheaded?
0: Yeah, he's never been a ginger.
1: Yeah, so I wonder if they're gonna do that.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Matt Smith that whenever he uh, he became the doctor, one of his first things was he pulled his hair down. He said, "Long hair, I'm a girl." And then he said, "Not a girl, still not a ginger." Well, wasn't
1: oh. wasn't Tom Baker redheaded?
0: No, Tom Baker's hair is like sandy blonde.
1: Oh. Yeah. Maybe it's your Not wig then.
0: Yeah, well, my wig is the Buddy of the Elf wig, so whatever. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs>
1: but yeah, super pumped Cosplay's about that.
0: both. Yeah, I love Doctor Who, so absolutely. Heather, you're number one.
3: The Justice League Snyder Cut.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I knew nobody else would like that one. But
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy uh,
3: some Sp- Superman, so...
0: It, and Henry Cavill is Superman. Yeah, you yes. can't get enough of, of Cavill. Um, I will say this. The Snyder Cut is a vast improvement over the theatrical release. I, I, can, yes. I can give you that. Of oh, Justice League. It was more enjoyable for sure than the I, original. I watch it. I love it. I I enjoy it. I'll watch it again and again. It's not a big deal. To me, I, I think it's a good version of a Justice League movie. I think they could do some things different. I think Superman's too powerful like he shows up and like nobody can hang with him the villain nobody he's just straight kicking everybody's ass um but i will say i think every time i watch it i i keep reminding myself that this isn't the original snyder cut this is what Zack Snyder got to make after he got to see two years of criticism for the version that came out <laughs> and got to make as many changes as he want and got to dump as much money as he wanted into making those changes and having the entire original cast come back and shoot all new scenes. He got to do Henry, ha- Henry Cavill without that stupid mustache. <laughs> and, you know, that's a hurdle that, that Joss Whedon had to fight with. And, uh, and, Zack Snyder got the advantage of all of this feedback before he made his version. His version, because he didn't just come back put his cut out. He reshot the fucking movie. Like, I'm sure Joss Whedon could have done a different version too after two years of criticism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you get a uh, a redo. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Of course you can fix all your problems. But that's good. I mean, I think that maybe that's an opportunity for DC to learn. For Warner Brothers to learn and maybe to get them to back the fuck off and let directors make their visions instead of uh, forcing, like, using production pressure to force them to make the movie they want and shoehorn shit into movies that shouldn't be in there. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. Uh, I love the the Snyder Cut of Justice League, though. Four hours is a bit much. I love all of the post-credit scenes. I love the alternate Superman. I love the stuff with Uh, Deathstroke and Batman and Joker all working together. Um, I think all of that was pretty cool. Uh, ben, uh, Jared's number one was Guardians of the Multiverse from What If. Uh, yeah, again, Captain Carter, total badass, loved yeah. it. Haley Atwell came back to reprise her role uh, as uh, Peggy Carter, and we got to see her wielding the Union Jack shield. and it's a T'Challa Star Lord. Yeah, T'Challa <laughs> Star Lord for sure. Way up on the list of coolest characters yes. to ever be on screen. And hopefully we'll get a live
2: version of Peggy Carter. Captain Britain, whatever you want to call her.
0: Yeah, it, whatever uh, Captain Carter is yeah. <laughs> when she lands. Uh, Captain but Carter, yes, Captain uh, Guardians of the Multiverse with the uh, Superior Strange, yeah. who we're getting to see in the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, all great, all great. Um, and yeah, I loved I, that. I thoroughly enjoyed the What If. Yeah, What, what if, if was a great together as a whole series. exploration of what a multiversal mcu would look like right. and the fact that we're seeing those characters on screen now uh i think it'd be cool uh <clears throat> ben's number one was the witcher but he's going to change it his number one is willem Dafoe is the main villain villain again in a spider-man no way home blast from the past the original spider-man movie the original spider-man movies were a huge part of my childhood hell yeah they were I made sure that he was uh, ass in seat, face towards the screen, watching every single Spider Man movie as it came out. Willem Dafoe killed it. Like, oh yeah, even better than the original. He he yeah. killed it. Brought so much to the freaking screen. Yeah, like it, I said last week, it was like no time had passed with his character. Like he just yeah. fell right back into the role.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean Willem Dafoe. I mean, like we talked before. I mean, was such is such a versatile actor and plays such a great villain. I mean he's just got that natural psychotic look in his eye and, Yeah, in in and the character voice.
0: He naturally
2: has the green goblin's
0: face. So <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Didn't even require so a mask. little green paint on there. But uh yeah, that absolutely. Uh so. Heather. Oh, we've yep. already done everybody else's number one. Number ones. It's down to just me. Down to yep. you. Wow. A rounding out twenty twenty one for the biggest nerd moments of the year. Uh, the top one, the three Spider-Men, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Getting a uh, multiversal reunion, or I guess it's not even a reunion, but a multi- multiversal assembly of the three biggest on-screen Spider-Men we've ever gotten. Uh, the fact that they all reprised their roles and fell right back into their characters. The fact that we got their villains. Their villains got a satisfying story arc. The Marvel has... The beautiful thing about the MCU... <laughs> Is that leading up to the MCU, movie after movie after movie, coming from Fox, coming from Sony, coming from Warner Brothers, refused to lean into what we love about comics the most. Mm. Is that we have established characters in a world, and they just live in it. It's fleshed out, and their adventures take place in this fleshed out world that feels like it really exists. That's one of the most beautiful things about being a comic fan. Gotham City really exists in our minds. Like, it's laid out. We know what it looks like. We know what the streets look like. We know Batman's favorite gargoyle to stand on. We know what Metropolis looks like. When you see Superman flying past past the Daily Planet, you know whether he's headed north, south, east, or west. We know the world well enough. New York, of the Marvel Comics universe, exists, you know? Hell's Kitchen is a real place, and Daredevil lives there. Like... If I, When we go back to New York, I'm Guys, we
1: still, were super close to Hell's Kitchen, and yeah, we didn't go. We were right up the street from Hell's yeah.
0: Kitchen. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm still yeah. low-key, just kind of like waiting for Spider-Man or Daredevil <laughs> to swing by, you know? <laughs> these worlds exist to us. Right. And then to get these movie properties where their biggest hurdle is like, how do we make this like it's happening in the real world? Instead of building a world where these things can happen. And then, Marvel Studios comes along with this low-budget, what's been called a, a twenty million dollar student film because they had virtually no script whatsoever when they shot Iron Man. Um, they just let the the cast ad lib their lines. Um, I didn't know establishes, that establishes, yeah, yes. Uh, they had almost no script whatsoever when they it's did Iron Man. <laughs> uh, establish a world and a universe that has lasted 12 years now and has built this world that 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 what started with a couple of building blocks is now a full world and it's not even just one world it doesn't even take place on earth now we're all over the universe in a places that that we can't conceivably go to but we know they exist and we know where they are still feels real yes in the mcu and now we just get these characters who get to play around in this world and then you start pulling from the Sony universes. You start pulling spider Man in from other universes. And now we have the opportunity for Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, who had the weirdest powers and some of the poorest CGI, gets to and come dancing. in. <laughs> and dancing. And the dumbest <laughs> dancing. And, and that's all a joke. And, you know, we laughed about it when they did it in, in Into the Spider-Verse. But for him to get to come into this fully fleshed-out MCU and just be that Peter Parker and live in that world for a minute, And then to get Andrew Garfield, the crybaby Spider-Man, to get to come into the MCU (laughs) and just live in that world for a minute. And the same thing with Thor 1. In Thor 1, we had Thor with the blonde eyebrows. (laughs) It wasn't Thor. It's not the Thor we know from the comics. But then you get into the Avengers. You get into Age of Ultron. You get into um, Thor Ragnarok. Now it's just Thor on screen. Mm -hmm. None of that origin shit, that first movie, matters at all. He's just Thor on screen in a Marvel universe that exists and he can pop up anywhere. Dr. Strange can pop up anywhere. We could get a new Ghost Rider. He can pop up anywhere. Correct. And they live in this world that exists. And, and this, I think this scene with the three Spider-Men coming together is such a celebration of what it took to get us to this point of, of the wherewithal and the ability to structure a, a world and stick to that path and not let anybody veer us off of it. You know, like, we talk a lot about Captain Marvel and how it's not great. Right. It's not great. It's not a great MCU movie. But when Brie Larson shows up on screen with those powers, she is Captain Marvel. Right. Like as much as people don't care for the first movie, we still get her as Captain Marvel with those powers, playing in this world, playing in this sandbox. And it's the same with every single one of the characters they've introduced. They might get a shitty start. They might get a a really crappy run to take off, but once they're off the ground, it doesn't matter. They're oh, yeah. they're in the world.
2: Um and they all and, they all
0: evolve. I mean, they have yes, we, absolutely. I know I've,
2: you know give Captain Marvel a hard time. Yes. But I mean, she's going to evolve. We know it. I mean, honestly, the Marvels is
0: probably going to be an, an amazing
2: it's probably going to be an amazing movie.
0: I just I have so much faith in what what the mcu and what kevin feige can do and and i in my article i wrote about eternals i talked about this leading up to eternals i was really like they're kind of dying like where's where's the mcu gonna go from here right. and then we get to the end of the eternals and this whole other part of the world is established this whole yeah. other mythos this whole other direction for the mcu is established and now it's like well shit we can go anywhere like right. it's, <laughs> Uh, it's it's possible, and these powers exist, and they are, the Celestials are out there, and and there's just so much mystery in the MCU. And and now it's just, we get to explore it and see what it is, and get, you know, and, and the great thing is, we'll get some answers, and then we'll get some other answers that conflict with those answers, and the story will change, which we've gotten with uh, Spider-Man, with the end of Endgame, with... Uh with the, the gaps in between Infinity War and Endgame, right. you know, some shit changed and it was like, Well, what happened? Well it's like, here's the explanation, the time jump, all of that, you know. Uh homecoming. There was a huge time jump, and then they kind of explained it away. They're uh, so good at tying everything together. Like yes. if you question it, just give it time. You'll have your answer eventually. Y- yes. So and, and I think that's what drives us as fans. I think that's the reason why No Way Home was the biggest trailer to have ever hit the internet in oh, yeah. the entire history of anything. Um they're they're driving our curiosity. I mean, uh, what they've established and built now—it's
2: impossible for them to fail. I mean, they have the perfect formula. Like you just—I mean—went through great detail, explained perfectly. They have the the perfect formula <laughs> down to a—I mean—point. You know that there's no room for failure. They're not going to fail.
0: We are fortunate enough to be living in a world where the same thing I love about Marvel comics. And DC comics as well, is that there's always the opportunity for a new story. There's always the opportunity for a new way to tell the story. And they're not ruining them anymore. They right. don't have to restart. They don't ever have to relaunch anyone's story in the MCU. Oh yeah. Because we can get a variant. We can get <laughs> we can recast Spider Man and bring a variant in. You know, you can kill Tom Holland off when he gets too old and bring in a different Spider-Man. One world, I mean, one word fixes it all. Multiverse. Yeah. I mean, the... yes. <laughs> so I just think it's it, it was such a beautiful celebration of everything that Marvel and the MCU and, and, and everybody who laid the groundwork ahead of time, you know, the, you know, from Blade to Spider-Man 1 to the X-Men movies and how that's all something that can play inside this world now too. So we don't have to give those fandoms up. We don't have to say like, yeah, Wesley Snipes was good as Blade, but Marsa Holly Ali is going to be so much better. Like, Wesley Snipes can still show up as Blade. Right. We can get you Blades on the big screen. We can get another Wesley Snipes Blade movie, and it doesn't matter. That's just in a different yep. universe, yep. you know?
2: And, and can we not all agree that, you know, the three Man was the best kept secret in cinema history? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I don't think anybody <laughs> yeah. can agree on that. Uh, it was just too exciting. I don't even blame yeah. the person who spoiled that. Hell like God, I don't no. I would have How had could to share you that keep with that somebody. In. Yeah. Is that something you can't keep Dude, in? So I've got a picture of something, but you can't show anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as it hits the internet, everyone knows. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so for the last time for 2021, this has been our top 5. Top Okay, so we touch, touched on it a little bit, but Hawkeye ended. We got the last episode of Hawkeye last two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, week? it was right before No Way Home came out. No, that was episode five. Was it last week? The la- oh, no, what? no it,
3: it was, it, was, it
0: was, it was weeks right
2: weeks before Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah right. okay. it was two weeks ago. Bad. But, yeah. God, what? You know what is depressing, though? If you really think about it, Spider-Man No Way Home came out. There's nothing
0: else coming out that we know of till May.
2: In the I mean, we've
0: got TV series coming. Oh,
2: yes, yeah, true.
0: And also, we've got uh, The Batman in March. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm excited I'm, I'm, about no, that. No, I'm don't. anxious to look. For, yep, I am. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm looking forward to that.
0: Um, we've got some other stuff coming down the uh, pipeline. And to keep us happy in the in-between, we've got Book of Boba Fett. And yeah. Some but other yeah. nerd shit happening. So Last episode of Hawkeye
2: was was good. It's not exactly what I expected. Uh do you wanna
0: uh do you wanna cover your ears for this or
1: No. Already, I feel like some stuff's already, stuff happened, already huh? been <laughs> spoiled, so I might Sorry as well about that. just indulge.
0: Yeah. So where do you think
2: uh Elena's going next? Like what's her next uh, I
0: don't if you had a guess, I, what do you think she do? with her forgiving at? Hawkeye, um I think that kind of ruins her her Thunderbolts arc for I think so
2: too. I think she's gonna be good. I mean just or or I don't think she's going to be a villain
0: with them meeting that other black widow agent who had just turned to freelancing and her telling her that that's like the way to go. I do wonder if that's just kind of what she's going to be doing Mm. is, is freelancing for the Thunderbolts or the dark Avengers or whatever we get in place of that. Um, She'll be the one that maybe is, you know, out of
2: the whole team is kind of torn and goes back and forth.
0: It's hard to speculate where they're going. You know, they've, it, until we kind of get an idea of the direction of where that whole Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers storyline is going with Val. Right. Um, I wonder where Kingpin and Val come into play with each other. Yeah, that too. I wonder when the next time we're going to see Kingpin is. Cause I
2: know this probably isn't <clears throat> going to happen because, I mean, everybody's talking about you know General Ross and what he's doing. But at the same time, like it kind of hit me up like, is it General Ross? Or is it Kingpin putting this team together?
0: I think the fact that they put General Ross in Black Widow for almost no reason whatsoever, other so? than just keep him in the MCU, is an indicator that they're okay. going to carry out Thunderbolt Ross in, in uh, the, the future of of Phase 5 and, gotcha. and whatever Thunderbolt-style story we get. Uh, I know we're also supposed to be getting some solo Hulk films coming now. They've made yeah. a deal with Universal to... It's about time. Written. Yeah. Jeez, that, that <laughs> took long enough. Right. Well, Universal's like, well, Sony's making all this fucking money. I guess right. we ought to do something, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that'd yeah. be my only explanation for that. Um, but yeah, so World War Hulk is supposed to be the, the storyline we're going to be getting. Yep. That's a lot more interesting if we have the Red Hulk involved in the story. It's very true. Uh, with Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, because really only
2: close thing in the MCU we've had as a standalone Hulk movie, which wasn't, was Ragnarok. I mean, that's the movie he was in the most without that's, it being a team.
0: Yeah, it's the closest we've gotten. Although the uh, the Edward Norton uh, Hulk movie is technically MCU canon. Sure. Yeah, so, especially... so is it going to
1: be Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Nice.
0: Yes. Nice. Um, I think there are no plans for Mark Ruffalo to step away from the character. No. <clears throat> the great thing that he has going for him is that his character is all CGI. He doesn't have to do any right. actual stunts or action scenes as the Hulk.
2: And Ruffalo's been trying to get a solo movie for a while now. I mean, he's been really pushing it and making little comments at, you know, interviews and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that.
0: I think if they lean into... You know, something we've been talking about a lot is the damage that he received when he did the snap Mm -hmm. and how it's not healable. And, And, you know, I'm a big fan of Immortal Hulk, and in that... Hulk can't die. That's why he's called the immortal Hulk, but he can have his body completely destroyed and he gets reborn as the Hulk. Like he's completely like, indestructible. You cannot kill him. Huh. And when how, he dies, he, he goes. Huh? How does he get reborn? He he comes back different ways. He pops up through people. Um you well. know, it's it's gruesome. Uh, how it usually happens. But it's entirely possible that the Mark Ruffalo character with the damaged arm dies and then is just reborn as the Hulk and then starts the cycle of switching back and forth between Hulk and Bruce again. And that's how the that damage goes away because there's no other way to heal it. Right. I'm sure we'll get more answers once uh, She-Hulk comes
2: around, too. So
0: Ben says he's surprised Immortal Hulk wasn't on my list. Uh, <laughs> the, the end of the Immortal Hulk series, while, while it was amazing, is not a highlight of 2021 for me because there's no more Immortal Hulk. They're re- rebooting the character again in the Marvel comics and taking it back to being more regular, like, Green Hulk stories. So, <clears throat> But yeah, so Hawkeye. Uh, the fight between Kingpin and Kate... Uh, for a man who is that strong, got hit by a car and thrown through a fucking wall, and just got up, took two arrows to the chest and <laughs> brushed them off, and then to just have a teenage—well, she's twenty-two—but to have a, a smaller lady superhero <laughs> just climb up on him and knock him the fuck out, kind of Black Widow style. Yeah, honestly, was, it's a bit much. It's a bit. It's it's a lot to take in. Uh, but she did use what Hawkeye described as the most dangerous arrow, and they had to give her like a big, you know, proud moment I mean, wow. at the end of the series as
2: well, because I mean, she really didn't have no big, huge fight scenes, so they probably had to wrap it up with at least one of those in there.
0: Yeah, it, uh I just, we're going to get more Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, oh, yeah. probably in Echo for sure, and then... Whatever we see Charlie Cox's Daredevil in next, we'll probably have the Kingpin in it. it, it usually, so. if where Daredevil is, the Kingpin is not far behind. Right. So I think we've got that coming down the pipeline. But altogether, I think out of all of the Disney Plus shows, Hawkeye's probably been my favorite. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, I you know, enjoyed I, it.
2: I've no, I have no complaints with it really. Uh, I wasn't.
0: I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier had some good moments, but it, uh, overall, I thought the that series was my least dragged favorite. Dragged a lot. Wanda um, WandaVision was fun. In certain points and in other points, it was like, "What the fuck are they doing right, right. now?" Um, I didn't really have that with Hawkeye. I was, I mean, I wasn't crazy about how they beat Kingpin or any of that stuff. But it was a fun story. I had Loki time. and Hawkeye were my two favorites. Oh movies. fuck, Loki! Loki's mind. my number one. And Loki's that, the best one, number two. I take about the live action Disney Plus series. So yeah, out of all of the Disney Plus series, I would say Loki and then and so. probably What If, and then and then Hawkeye, probably in that order. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah.
0: Cool. Can't so Blake, beat Tom Hiddleston, really, so. <laughs> yeah. So, Blake, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, DC Comics. I'm a big fan of Image. I'm a big fan of Dark Horse. I'm a big fan of Valiant and Wildstorm, Milestone. Um, but you feel a certain way about your comics. Yeah, I have to make mine Marvel. <laughs> We're really. We're moving slow. She did it.
2: You can go. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. this week on Make Mine Marvel, uh, we're finally wrapping up Avengers Disassembled. Uh, we have three issues of the Fantastic Four. As we all know, the Avengers is done for. At least that's where we left off at. Yeah.
0: Marvel's uh, first family. Right. right.
2: So uh shows off. It's Halloween time. Uh, they're out there trick-or-treating. Also doing some science experiments up in the Baxter building. Any cool costumes? No. Well, uh, Ben Graham is dressed up as Johnny Storm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> we- wearing a, f- a flame one mask, <laughs> hmm. but uh, anyways, they're doing the thing. Next thing you know, uh, I mean, it's really cut and dry with these three issues. Uh, some aliens attack Earth. Imagine that. Uh, so right off the bat, they're like, "Call the Avengers." What aliens?
1: <laughs> Green guys.
2: Some, 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 yeah, no, just uh, these like alien creatures that Is it the
0: Chathari? Nope, the Skrulls. No, it
2: didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't say the name in there. I would have wrote it down. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Cree? Nope, none of that. Oh. Which the Cree? you know, we had that invasion a little bit further back with oh, the Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's true. But uh, no, just some aliens that 72 are... weeks ago when you started covering <laughs> Avengers Disassemble. Yeah. But uh, so some aliens, uh, they're attacking Earth, or at least we think they're attacking Earth. What do they look like? They're all, every single <laughs> creature did not look the same. They all look completely different. As, as most cultures do. Right. Well, I mean, these were aliens from different <laughs> planets that Galactus had went and destroyed. Uh, these aliens, they got together uh, from different planets, and they are actually trying to get ahead of Galactus and try to save planets. Well, they found out Galactus is actually attracted to Earth because of Sue Storm's powers, and that's who he was after. And, everybody's attracted to Sue Storm. Yeah. Hey-oh. Hey-o. And her powers. But anyways, uh, so the, they're there. Everybody's like, oh, i call the Avengers. And uh, they're like, no, let's not. They're torn apart, and they cost us too much money and damage. So they call the Fantastic Four. Uh, Who have never damaged a city yeah, ever <laughs> Right So uh, they're up there trying to stop the aliens They find out they're wanting to kill Sue Storm Because Sue Storm's would attract is attracting Galactus to Earth uh, Next thing you know Reed Richards pulls out a gun And is like I'll take care of Sue Storm for y'all And shoots her uh, What the with, fuck With a big cannon Well come to find out it wasn't to kill her But yeah. it was to take he her Shot back. her with his big cannon To, take, to take her powers away right before they killed her because of her powers. So they scan Sue Storm, and they're like, wow, you're resourceful, Reed Richards. Good job on taking her powers away. We can leave now. (laughs) What? I I
0: swear to God. (laughs) I swear to God. So they're, anyways. uh, Man,
2: I really need to read this series. So Ben Grimm's like, yeah, aliens leave. They're back, you know, they're right back in the Baxter building. Ben's like, shoot me with that gun too, so you can heal me. He's like, well, I lied. I didn't sit there and take her powers away. I just swapped her and Johnny's powers. They didn't bother to... I guess Johnny was not close (laughs) enough. Yeah. (laughs) So Johnny now is invisible man with Sue's powers, and she's she's the Human Torch. Uh, So anyways, they're like, all right, let's get our powers swapped back. The aliens don't left. Like, they're not going to come back. I mean... Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. Isn't Galactus still going to show up? Right. So anyways, uh, before he does that, boom, Galactus shows up. He's like... As one does. He's like, gee, didn't expect Galactus to come that quick. <laughs> reaches down, grabs Johnny Storm. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> reach, reach, Galactus reaches down, grabs Johnny Storm. This is the end. That is the end of Avengers Disassembled, but then it says to be continued. Yeah. So, so. did
0: that – I guess that picks up in Fantastic Four then? It's going to have to. Some kind yeah. of
2: Fantastic Four series, which I'm not sure what that leads to. So, But, yeah. That that is finally that's the end of Avengers disassembled. Hmm. (laughs) So uh, that's this week. We'll make mine Marvel.
0: back uh <laughs> wow so the last make mine marvel 2021 uh ends avengers disassembled um what did we decide you were reading next i thought we uh, we picked something didn't we, we did say something
2: was it about the hulk was it or no? it was immortal hulk wasn't
0: it i think it might be immortal hulk it is yeah, yeah i believe it is uh so so look forward to that i yeah. i'm excited about you reading immortal hulk how it many is issues such is that 50 it is such <laughs> a uh, a fucked up series really? of just eldritch horror, um, one issue after another, and every time you're just like, oh man, they're finally calming down, and this is going to be like a normal Hulk story. Boom! <laughs> Something else. And it's it's so good. Man, I cannot... I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and I've read it, so when you're talking about it, I'll be like, yeah, that's, uh, that's a thing that happened. Cool. Um, admittedly, not a big fan of the Avengers comics. I think they're boring as shit. I wasn't too impressed with this. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I love
2: Avengers, but I was not really impressed with this. It's the same reason
0: I don't read Justice League. I think they're boring stories. I'd rather read the character stories independently.
2: I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going down.
0: Uh, uh, 16 episodes later And he found the adjusting yeah. uh, The height adjustment <laughs> on his chair
1: His face it was like
0: yeah, it was, What's happening? Well, I oh, pushed my leg back and it caught it and I, I think you've got Jared's chair Jared's the only one that has an adjustment I was wondering Because uh, I've never had this
1: I was, I'm was, i really low And I was like Man, Jared just wants Everything to sit on the sense. floor
2: Everything makes sense Yeah, no the, the chairs got swapped You have Jared's okay. chair
0: I'll have to swap those Damn back. you, Jared <laughs> Everybody's doing something at Jared's today <laughs> uh, Ew uh, ooh. I, would, I mean, Victoria's in the comments, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but, uh, anyway, yeah, good so, thing about Immortal Hulk, though. I can read,
2: you know, multiple issues instead of having it broke down by characters. Yes. No. So yeah, that, it's that's going to be great. I promise y'all you
0: could probably do it 10 issues at a time uh, yeah, probably, sounds and, like and good. just break down the arcs independently. Uh, but it's, it's so good. Um, where are we at? An hour and nine minutes. He wow. said chair
2: works fine for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, I guess you know the year is almost over, but I don't think we're done just yet. Are you done?
1: Uh, I think I have a little more to say. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Are you done?
1: My first time, Ben.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Oh. so on. Are you done? We have normally it's Janie D- and Jared, but now it is a couple. That was probably oh. going
0: to be the most heated argument of the year. Yeah, which I'm, oh I'm super excited for this. Man versus woman, <laughs> husband versus wife. <laughs> so uh, y'all are doing Harry Potter and Luke Skywalker, correct? Correct. Hey, yeah, I got You're Luke. doing Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No. Ha! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know let's how you would say. argue Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Katrina's got Harry Potter, I think. Uh, so, y'all ready to do this? Oh, I, I think I'm ready. I think I'm good to go. I think I know enough about Luke Skywalker. Make it <sighs> I'm
1: fucking ready.
0: All right. Ready? I know you researched. I know you did research today. So, yeah. you do know the rules, right?
1: Uh, you can tell me again.
2: Yeah, so let's go y- over it. Y'all go for two minutes or, I mean, a minute apiece. Yep. yep. Then y'all go for arguments back and forth, interrupting each other however you want for two minutes, and then you both get your final word without interruption for 30 seconds apiece, and yeah. you get the final
0: word. Hell that two-minute yeah. argument is always where Jared does the worst. So, <laughs> All right, so here I'm we ready. go. Danny, ready? All right. All right, let's go. So Luke Skywalker, the son of the great Darth Vader, the Jedi Jedi, uh, Prophesized to bring balance to the Force, uh, one of two twins, Luke and Leia, uh, spoiler alert, um, single handedly rebirthed the Jedi Order, uh, st- uh, brought down Emperor Palpatine, and re established Jedi in the universe, creating his own school and training a litany of great Jedi. Um, including some of the biggest names in the galaxy. Grogu, for one, who we are seeing in The Mandalorian, um, but also the man who would eventually become uh, Kylo Ren, uh, Ben Solo. Um, are you done over there? Uh, Luke is one of the most powerful Jedi to ever be born um he becomes one with the force but before that takes on some of the greatest enemies of the galaxy has including his defeat of boba fett uh one of the biggest badasses in the <laughs> and we are
2: done <laughs> <laughs> and danny won no i'm just playing <laughs>
1: uh all right you ready <laughs> are you ready <laughs> all right and go okay so Oddly enough, Harry Potter and Luke Skywalker have very similar backgrounds of being the chosen one. But I would think... That is, if Harry, in the very beginning of this little duel, if he were to cast Expelliarmus and disarm Luke with his sc- with his lightsaber... Now, listen, I know about the force pull. <laughs> so, while Luke's distracted, being like, oh, I gotta give my lightsaber back, Harry's gonna be l- taking advantage of that, and he's gonna cast Obliviate. And with Obliviate... Luke is going to forget about the Force. He's going to forget about the Jedi, blah, blah, blah. And then Harry's going to be like, you know what? I'm not a killer, and I'm not going to kill you to win this duel. But I will stun you with, uh, yeah, that stunning spell. Stupefy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Stupefy. And then he's like, all right. And he's done. And he drops the mic. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, man.
0: All oh, right. Oh, boy. So
2: here we go for the two minutes, interrupting each other as much as possible, convincing the other one why they're wrong.
0: Okay. And why you're right. And go. So, as a wizard who only knows one spell, which is Expelliarmus, uh, coming at Luke, who has a litany of Jedi powers, well, I as feel like well you as you are also
1: forgetting that Harry is a skilled orer in yeah, his adulthood. Yeah, but he's not
0: skilled at defeating Jedi mind tricks, which is going to be no, where he, he falls is because, because
1: he's an Occlumens and he is a mastered Occlumency, which means he can protect his mind from the Force. Which is great. He's not going to be able to
0: stupefy Luke. Skywalker as one of the most he's powerful minds in the galaxy. He's not going to him
1: immediately. He's going to make Luke forget that he is a Jedi. <laughs> even
0: if Luke forget he's a Jedi, he's still got Jedi uh, reflexes and skills. He's still going to be faster well, sure, than fine. Harry can but keep so up Harry. with. Harry so even in a knockdown drag out, he's not going to be able to keep up with him. He's going to get around whatever spells Harry casts, but he, and he will be able to close the distance. It doesn't matter. The, the he knows Rangers he's in a fight. Completely right?
1: Completely forgot that he, they had a daughter. Does he know the, he's in a fight? Yeah, I'm He's well, being attacked? Well, I don't know, maybe even. He's got not. Jedi after reflexes, he's there's no way
0: that Harry Potter. The he might be like, what the hell am I doing? I'm going to walk out, kill get some He's going to be able to keep up with one, one of the greatest the Jedi to ever wield a lightsaber in the history of the galaxy. I
1: just think that if Harry gets to Obliviate, it, it, it's over, man. If
0: Luke is having to defend himself on reflexes alone, it's just going to be like Spider Man in the Mirrorverse. He's going to pull that lightsaber back to himself. He's going to be throwing shit at him. He's going to be knocking him out. He's actually going to be force joking, And as a matter of fact, Luke not being able to remember that he's a good guy is going to cause him to forget that he can't use force lightning on on Harry's weak little ass. So what's going to happen (laughs) is Luke's going to go full dark side and just obliterate Harry, which is the worst case scenario. So I think that your idea is probably the worst way to go if you're trying to do a fight between Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter. Are you saying
1: that he had... Force powers and such before he knew anything.
0: Yes, he was he born wasn't with able Force to control powers. Control part of his body that
1: he didn't realize. Yeah, he what had was to learn happening. to control
0: them. Absolutely. Then and then, so he
1: was dark. He was born in darkness. No,
0: he's a gray Jedi. All right, that was pretty good. Thank you.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this Uh-oh. is what it's like at our dinner table, actually, <laughs> every evening. <laughs>
2: All right, and Danny, let's go with your thirty seconds.
0: Okay. I don't really think I have to say too much more, but I'm going to. So, uh, again, I think that your whole plan of making Luke Skywalker forget that he's a good guy is a terrible idea because it's the only thing keeping him from embracing the dark side and becoming the leader of the entire galaxy. Um, Luke Skywalker, without the memory of what made him the man he is, is like Superman without being raised by Mon and Pa Kent. It's a nightmare. You don't want to leave Luke not knowing where he came from. You don't want to remove that from Luke's mind because he's so much worse without the things that shaped him into the good person that he is. Buzzer. Um,
2: <laughs> Buzzer. Sorry, I was getting into listening to that dude. <laughs> Man. <laughs> how, how much? How many extra seconds did he get? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you ready? Yep. Oh, he's go. <laughs>
1: I feel like if he's obliterated and he doesn't remember who he is and he's back to ground zero and he's a gray Jedi. And so he's not bad and he's not good. Also, I think that with Harry's rigorous training as an Auror and his compassion, he would definitely at least put up a really good fight. At least evenly matched. And I think in this case, Harry won.
2: Five. Do you want
0: me to take your last five oh seconds? You God. can't say Harry when he was an Auror. He's not an Auror by the end of the series. He
1: is an Auror. All right. And I'm not talking about just the end of the series. You can go in the whole extended universe. That's so stupid. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to be like, oh, my God, he's a teenager. And looks a grown-ass man. So is Harry.
2: <laughs> so, are y'all done?
1: No.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: So much tension.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <was fun>. Welcome <laughs> back. Man, what a good argument. Are you sweating? A little bit, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I had to do my boy Harry some justice since Danny dropped the goddamn ball on Dumbledore. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, Dumbledore sucks. Gandalf would win. And I was like, what about all of these things?
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. He still would have... Oh, my God. You could
1: have at least put up a fight. That's yeah. all I'm saying. What would
0: you have listed? I know I've heard this argument already, but what would you have listed in defense of Dumbledore against... Uh, gandalf
1: well i first of all would have done a lot more research on dumbledore and figured out why he had you know the the first order of merlin and what that <laughs> entails i would have looked up why he was one of the grand wizards of the wisigamont figured out why he had four middle names
0: <laughs> just what, how does any of that put him in a position to de- defeat a lesser deity
1: just saying you could have tried harder.
0: I there is no there's no amount of fight that's gonna put uh, Dumbledore above Gandalf. <laughs>
1: this, that argument's gonna run for days. <laughs> You're not wrong, Joey.
0: <laughs> Danny's sleeping on the couch at night, it. Yeah. Oh man. What a great year. Ugh. I mean, other than all the fucking COVID shit and all of that going on. But for comically inclined, it has been a great year. Has we've been. we've had a lot of fun. We've grown um, so much. Gained so many new fans and followers. Huge huge growth. And thank each and every one of you for being here with us and uh, helping us achieve our own personal dreams of uh, getting to do this day in and day out. We can't do it without them. Yeah, we could not do this without our fans. Um, Those of you who want to get a little bit deeper into Comically Inclined, and you know what? To be honest, I want you to get a little deeper in me too. Um, You can check us out on Patreon (laughs) uh, under Comically Inclined. We've got uh, some really great exclusive content uh, right now. Only a couple videos, but I've got a couple more I'm working on. That'll be up in the next week. Um, and then for our one current Patreon subscriber, Mike uh, Casey, thank you so much uh, for being on our Patreon. Uh, you're amazing. We appreciate you. Uh, also the, uh, the uh, owner of drop the Mike DJ service, one of our sponsors. So not only does he sponsor us as a company, but he's also on our Patreon um so double supported from that guy um so get on his level uh but yeah uh, check out the patreon the video the content we're putting on there is uh is so fun uh from our give me five where i give blake and jared five pieces of information about an anime they've never seen and they try to come up with an episode of it which is weirdly they get weirdly close without knowing anything about the series which is kind of scary Except sometimes that last one. <laughs> yeah which is kind of scary sometimes the next one i'm doing for you guys is way off so i can't wait I to can't see wait. that um but yeah and then we've also got a uh a series going where we've created our own superhero his name is uh Kitos, kidos, kidos yeah. uh and we have an actual visual of him yeah we do have yeah, an image of, our... of him that's on our did we put that on facebook I don't think we have no. Oh, we'll share it to our Facebook yeah. and the, uh, the the Aaron Thurman the created Patreon. for us. Yeah, that Aaron Thurman created for us, and he's and actually going to be it a
1: sticker because I really like stickers. <laughs> and we've
0: actually created a villain named Tempest that uh, is part of that storyline too. But all of that's going to be going up exclusively on our Patreon. And if you want to see our faces on the big screen. Oh, yes.
2: Aw,
4: yeah. Yeah,
0: so if you're in the area, um, Cape Girardeau area, um, and you go to the Rock and Roll Drive-In, another one of our sponsors, um, in Chaffee, we have a 15-second ad that runs on their big screen uh, with all of our, well, not Katrina, but me and Blake (laughs) and Jared's faces on it. Um, Also- uh, 2022 we are going to be rolling out a new setup for the show so i've been working on that um new uh intro and everything so, so um, new year new us uh it's gonna be a great uh. new look for us um katrina actually designed a new background image for us and uh yeah, our, our, our art nice. department so our, right. it's, our, it's pretty good uh <sighs> it's crazy to say our art department is uh, making and turning out some of the best stuff I've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh, um, yeah. you guys, yeah, It's top it. tier work. Uh, it's always I need amazing. Scott. Out. With yeah. Scott. K- Katrina oh. and Scott. Um, oh, Scott yeah. Henry. Uh, we've got our comically inclined stickers we've been yep. passing out. Uh, we'll have those you got to do at it at like cons. makeup
1: where you hold your <laughs> hand <laughs> in the background
0: so it'll focus. This? <laughs> and if awesome. you want one, just <laughs> message us. We can yep. meet up yeah. with you and. Yeah, we'll we'll send them to you. Or just come by our booths at any of the cons that we're doing. The next con we're going to be at is Cape Anime Con, um, which we are going to be doing a live show from. So if you get your tickets, you can be in the audience whenever we do this uh, live for you. Uh, As well as uh, we have been lucky enough to bring on another sponsor this year, uh, Jude and... Linux and Jude. Lennox and Jude Photography. Um, They have been fantastic and supportive. And Jesse Arendu, who's always in our... Comments is one of the supporters for that, Um, and they they have been great. We've been fortunate enough to have uh, Picture What Designs, um, who designed our logo and has done a lot of our design work too.
2: Um, Since we started live streaming, I really think that he's probably our longest Jesse. Yeah, Jesse's our Jesse's
0: our new Blake. He's the (laughs) he's our (laughs) biggest fan (laughs) since we've gone to the live stream format. Yeah. Um, When
1: is AnimeCon?
0: AnimeCon is in April. Yep. It's I think the third and fourth, and there I think so, and yeah. then uh, and Johnny Yong Bosch, uh, voice of uh, Kaneda from Akira and uh, Vasha Stampede from Trigun, is going to be in attendance, and we're going to be um, sitting down with him and talking to him while we're there. Peace and love. Yeah, and we may not have a booth at some other cons, but there might be one or two cons before that. We'll probably live stream from and visit yep. and cosplay at. So, yeah, we'll so. be at uh, uh, Fan Expo in St. Louis. Uh, we've already got our tickets for that. So In, j- in the
2: January, there's also SalukiCon. I think it's January 27th, I believe. Yep, SalukiCon's coming up. So.
1: What's that?
0: It's uh, it's in Southern Illinois. Uh, it's their annual comic book convention they put on. We actually sat down and talked to the guy that runs it um, yep. when we did uh, CapeCon uh, earlier this year.
2: Nice. Um,
0: yeah, Mike, the uh, AnimeCon will be in Cape. Uh, unless yeah, yeah. you're talking about Fan Expo. No, that's in St. Louis. Yeah, Anime Con I'll be at the Jury Conference Center. Yeah, it'll be the same place that Cape Con was earlier this year. Yep. Um, Did I get all of our sponsors? Oh, and Blake Hickman Construction. <laughs> oh, that <you> guy. Know. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, we couldn't do this show at all without Blake's uh, support because, you know, he's here and he's the, <laughs> <laughs> he's the other half of <laughs> Comically Inclined. <laughs> so Jared. Uh, and Jared. I. Jared is such a happy addition to the team. Oh God, I I seriously. couldn't imagine doing this show regularly without him. No. I was um,
2: I was a little depressed. I mean that he wasn't here tonight. Yeah, he's until he's I heard, he's know. on a
0: trip.
1: <laughs> I was like, God, until I right heard that Katrina was
2: gonna be there, I was like, man, so much pressure, so Aww. much more comedy.
0: We gotta try to bring now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with her with her judgy eyes over there. <laughs> it's like, Rude. are we being funny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness but uh man and heather jesus christ we could not do this show without heather thank you so much heather for for, for being sure. here i tried we were a mess when,
2: <laughs> like <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> me trying to do everything too you much do for plus one everything man. <laughs> i do was was too much for Actually, sure i can't imagine that yeah and well I mean, you watched the show before, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, Heather, we couldn't do this show without you either. And we really appreciate you. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm like, still have the need (laughs) to get over there behind the computer and try to run things. But, uh, you know, I, you've learned so quickly and I don't even really need to be over there anymore. You've, you've, you've taken it on, which is crazy. Um, you Mm -hmm. went from, not knowing anything about the system to <laughs> running the system better right. than I can in, in under a month. So, uh, yeah. That last show we tried to do without you was a fucking train wreck. So <laughs> I'll, I'll
3: try not to be sick anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you just stay healthy forever <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: all the time? I mean, if you are sick, still come just, just with a hazmat suit. Yeah, here, yeah. You know, off. yeah uh. We'll just tent everything off with <laughs> <Yeah>. plastic. <laughs> okay. um,
0: but yeah, I guess for comically inclined, for 2021, <laughs> we'll... Uh, We'll see you guys next see time. See you next year. <laughs>